Hey y'all, welcome back to Fuck Cancer, but let's talk about it. I'm your host, Manos. It's been a few months since I had my last episode, but I got another guest today, so let's get into it. Um, hello? Hi! Hey, what's going on? Happy Sunday. Good evening. Happy Sunday. Good evening to you. How's your day going so far? Uh, it's going. I mean, you know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't like extravagant or spectacular, but you know, it's a great day to be alive. I'll say that. Amen to that. Amen to that. Every day above <laughs> ground is a good day. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> Would oh, you yeah. like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yes, uh, my name is uh, Marl, or you know, my friends call me uh, Jay. Uh, my students call me Mr. Jay. <laughs> You're a teacher? Uh, yes, um, I teach at an elementary school. I'm a behavior specialist okay. as of right now. Um, I started uh, subbing in the school system uh around 2019 and um and uh looking forward to going back to school to get my certification so that I can be a certified teacher. Okay. Well, good luck to that. You got this. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> and would you like to start off and tell us about your story? Uh yes. Let's see here. Um it first started around maybe 2015, 2016. I had a growth that formed on on my face. Mm-hmm. And um, I had no idea where it came from. And I thought it was, you know, like an a, a acne bump, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a black hair or a white hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it kept getting bigger and bigger. And it got no bigger than maybe the the tip of my pinky but um I, you know me I, I like to pick it sore so i kept picking at it and picking at it mm-hmm. and the, the 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 i guess you could say the skin part uh came off of it and there was this like fleshy fleshy bump underneath and you know it was disgusting it had blood and like clear liquid on the top of it so i was like this is nasty and it was like right on, like on my face, like near my my mustache or whatnot. So I had to go and get it, um, uh, you know, looked at. So I went and they did a biopsy, and I hate biopsies. Um, uh, so they they cut it off, they lanced it off, and they did a biopsy, and it came back as. Um, uh sarcoma which is um caused by the um the uh uh well caused by HIV I should say because I'm also uh HIV positive so oh wow <laughs> yeah Keep going. Don't stop. 
No, I'm just uh, I'm just getting over the shock of me uh, just. Oh, just... I understand. I got you. Okay. Okay. Putting it out there, so uh, I can't believe I <laughs> I said it, but that was the precedent for all of this. Mm, wow. Sorry. So mm-hmm. when they told you, like, you know how you just came out with it and you just had to pause, was that your first your first initial reaction or how did it go? When they told me about uh, the cancer, you mean? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Whenever I get some sort of dramatic news, I always pause. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I had to think about what to say mm-hmm. uh, or think about what I'm going to do or process whether or not, you know, um, like just, just anything is just mm-hmm. silence. Because I have to hear, I, I have to make sure that what I heard is what I heard. Mm-hmm. So um, did you like ask them to repeat what they, what they just said? Oh, oh yeah, of course. I'm sure I did. Oh, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost certain that I certainly did ask him to, you know, repeat it, just to make sure I heard what I heard. But I also, you know, took that moment to like gather myself because I know I'm going to burst into tears or just, just like have some sort of reaction. Mm-hmm. So I want to brace myself for anything that may come afterwards. Wow. So what happened right after? Like after they told you about it and um. Like, what was the first initial kind of treatment? What did they offer you? Like, what procedures what they were going to give you? Well, they lanced it off, and um, I didn't have any issues. This was, like, like I said, 2016, 2015, and I didn't mm-hmm. have any issues after that. You know, my antiviral medication was able to keep everything at bay. Um, fast forward to about, um, I would say, the end of 2020. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Uh, Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you went out for a minute. Oh. Okay, I'm back. I'm not really okay. sure what happened, but I'm here. Sorry <laughs> okay. about that. Okay, I got, I got. You said something about two, the end of 2020. What happened? Oh, 2020. I developed a, a bump on the bottom of my foot. Um, it was a huge bump, and it kept growing and growing and growing. And after a while, it became painful. Mm. Um, um, and so it pretty much was the same exact bump that I had on my face, but just, just a bit bigger. Okay. <clears throat> and so. Uh, the, the the top layer of skin came off and like I said this fleshy fleshy thing was there like, like this fleshy I, it, it was almost like it was his own entity it had his own mind it it, it 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 had his own brain to me it was like it was almost like it was his own person because you know it had blood vessels and it bled and all that stuff mm-hmm. so I called it my, my, my little friend but we weren't friends. We we're actually enemies. But uh, <laughs> um, I like to make humor out of things, just to make you know, you know, make things, keep things positive and like 
so I, I had that cut off, and of course, it, it was the same thing. And so um, they let me know that 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 the carposes uh, are coming to possibly um, it, it can grow in your intestines, it can grow in your lungs, and it could infect your breathing. And if left untreated, it could you know possibly kill you. Um, so, with that being said, that that is what led up to the the whole idea of doing chemo. Um, they gave me the option of doing the the uh, the drip chemo or doing the pill form. Which, if you did the pill form, you would have to continue taking these pills for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that, so I decided to go the the route and do the the infusion. So I had to get a port put in my chest, mm-hmm. um, so that they could uh, inject the infusion into me that way. And that started in twenty uh, early twenty. That was the the first round of chemo that I did. Um, I did about. Mm, six rounds and um i i hated it i didn't like chemo at all this is during that that pandemic as well too so you were there by yourself mm-hmm. how did um what what kind of chemo drugs did you have uh i mean if you don't remember it's okay it's like Doxel. I can't remember okay. the, the um, I don't know exactly it was, which one. I, I don't know. It was red. Okay. Um it was it was red and um it made me go to the bathroom <laughs> a lot. Okay. <laughs> um but yeah, this was um the the end of twenty the beginning of twenty one is when I started um started doing my chemo. Mm-hmm. How did you feel with chemo? Like, I know you say you hated chemo, but besides you going to the restroom and stuff, like, what's the question? Let me rephrase my question. How were you accepting with you have cancer and you going through the chemo? Were you just telling yourself this is just another treatment and, you know, just to fix this bump out the way? Or were you have you already accepted the fact that you had cancer? Oh, I, I mean, when they told me it was what it was, I mean, any situation that I I, uh, I face, okay, is what it is. What do I have to do to to fight? What do I have to do to survive? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it's okay. What are my options? What do I do? Let's go for it. And And, and that's what happened. So you never got, like, into, you never fell into the five steps to where you're like you ever got depressed or angry got felt any kind any kind of denial into being in denial of anything no denial but definitely depression definitely anger mm-hmm. definitely um resentment guilt shame um mm-hmm. and any bargaining um wow that's a good question I 
I don't recall bargaining any. I just ask God to, to just get me through this. Mm-hmm. Be with me because I was alone. Um, I did a lot of my treatment alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one or two times my mom was there, but mm-hmm. I went to all my appointments by myself. Um, I spent a lot of time alone. I, I didn't really go anywhere. I really didn't do anything. So even outside of chemo, I was always alone. Mm-hmm. And and that definitely puts a a, a weight on your mm-hmm. on your spirit, on your soul, on your mind, and it it it, can, it, it definitely led to uh, depression. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to the? I know what like treatment centers they have where you can have the um the groups. Did you ever like join a group where you can you know talk to, with someone else? who was going through the same treatment as you? No. Um, uh, I, I didn't have the, the luxury of being able to um, have any kind of group or anything like that. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure I, I would have benefited from it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I know I did a lot of... of I, I, I don't want to say um, self-therapy, but I, I, I talked to myself. I talked to God a lot. Um, mm. just, just making sure that, you know, I got my thoughts out mm-hmm. and, um, cause it's, it's definitely a, a mind thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only is it manifest physically, but cancer is definitely mental. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I was dealing with other, other health issues. Um, like I, I developed, uh, arthritis in my left hip and bone spurs so mm. as, as, as i'm going through chemo i'm dealing with you know well well by this time uh i had lost the ability to you know you know run and and dance and and, and walk correctly at this point because of chemo no um the my um arthritis is hereditary wow on my dad's side so I'm dealing with, you know, like I said, the HIV, the arthritis, the um, the cancer. So I'm dealing with with three things at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a lot of time, a lot of <laughs> me time, and so mm-hmm. you know, I'm just just going through different emotions, going through 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 different things, and learning myself and. That's a that's a very 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 hard thing to do mm-hmm. when your when your mind and your body are going through, um, and um, just dealing with the fact that wow I can't run anymore I can't dance anymore um, I can't walk like I used to I can't you know mm-hmm. work out at all um, this is what it is at this point and so this is what yeah this is. The end of no, no, I'm sorry. This is the the, the middle of um, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to do my 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 sixth infusion when I um, started developing um, side effects. Man, the side effects from, from the chemo were ooh disrespectful. They were rude. <laughs> they were inconsiderate. They were deceitful. 
It was it was it was bad. Yeah, did you have a lot of vomiting and stuff? No vomiting. I was nauseous. Um, I did, I was very very tired. I slept a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I developed the worst case of hiccups known to man. Hmm. The hiccups. I mean, it was like like convulsions almost. You know. Wow. Um, I, I would have one hiccup and it would just like be like a like a what do you call it like a um like a ripple effect. Five or six hiccups after that, and it would felt like I was like gasping for air each time. Mm. And they prescribed with uh, it's a drug called uh, baclofen, um, which really did which it really didn't do anything. I was told I was like, well, if it doesn't really do anything, there's no there's no need for me to even mm-hmm. you know to use the drug if it doesn't exactly. Do. So um, so yeah, it, it was just um. So was, was the bad. was the hiccups the worst of it of your side effects? The hiccups were the worst, and the fatigue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you lose any appetite? Um, I did, and I will tell you the story because it, it gets it gets even better. <laughs> um, so the summer of this was June twenty one. Uh, I'm thinking I'm just having the worst side effects ever. Um, I'm not hungry. I'm tired. I'm sleeping a lot. I'm going to the bathroom. Um, I'm just drinking, 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 just drinking anything I can get my hands on. Because mm-hmm. um, at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm like, am I dehydrated or what's going on? So I'm just in and out of sleep. And um, I just feel horrible. And I tell my mom, I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I go to my mom's house at this point and I'm just, I'm just sleeping. All I'm doing is sleeping. And I tell her that, you know, I want some apples and tomatoes. I was craving apples and tomatoes and I wanted ginger ale because my stomach was just like all just messed up. So I eat the apples and the tomatoes and I drink the ginger ale and maybe about an hour or two later, it just comes back up. I couldn't mm-hmm. hold anything so I'm just just sleeping and sleeping. So I just um I just I guess you said I passed out because I really don't remember anything. And my mom's tell she tells me, we're going to the hospital. So we go to the hospital. Um I remember being wheeled in and being and seeing the nurse. After that, I blacked out. I don't remember anything else. So I wake up, I guess this was the next day, and um, I found I found out that I was in ketoacidosis. My oh, blood wow. sugar had spiked to 890, almost 900, and um, was about to be knocking on a diabetic coma. Mm. I am now diabetic. Mm. Insulin or non-insulin? Um, non-insulin. Okay. Um, so this is what type two? Yeah, type two. Mm-hmm. Um, no history of, of diabetes ever. Um, my grandmother had diabetes, but that was the only thing. Um, none like nothing ever showed up in my blood work. Nothing. Um, <sighs> the speculation is that the the steroids and the chemo may have 
uh, spike my blood sugar, causing mm-hmm. me to develop the uh, um, the uh, ketoacidosis, mm-hmm. which put me into the hospital. So now I'm dealing with four things all mm-hmm. at once. And at, the, at this point, I am, you know, just... Um, Is this just, your, like, breaking point down to, like, like full depression? Because, like, say you don't really have nobody. Like, you didn't have any friends you could call on to, like, talk um, to? I like... mean, I, I do have friends. Um, I, I have a really, really good support system. Uh-huh. But even at that point, you can still feel alone. Mm-hmm. I just felt alone. I just felt defeated. I felt like a whole failure. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like a failure. And I just prayed. I said, God, this is, this is, this is hard. This is really tough. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going through a lot. And sometimes I just lay there and just cry. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, was, it was really tough. So for, besides spiritual did you do any journaling or did did they recommend a therapist for you where you could talk to someone like what was your therapy besides talking to god what was your did you have any other form of therapy um uh well i sewed a little bit um i'm a uh, creative by nature i like to you know, sew and draw and, um, you know, act and things of that nature. I, I was heavily involved in the arts. Mm-hmm. And so sewing was a comfort. Um, other than that, uh, what else? Mm, I, I guess I've, I, I developed a love for cooking again. Okay. <laughs> Because, uh, of course, you know, once you're diabetic, you have to learn how to, how to, uh, you know, eat better. Mm-hmm. And so that was a comfort. But just trying to keep my mind focused and active was what, what was the main thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I was, I was, I was, like I said, I was shut in the house all the time. I really couldn't. But um, sometimes I would go out in the sun and, and do some- things here and there. Mm-hmm. Get some fresh air, right. So. Mm-hmm. That that definitely helped out a bit. So, wow. So, how's it going now with the arthritis? Are you like with physical therapy? How's it going now? Um, I don't, I don't do any any physical therapy. Um, I just, uh, I did PT when I first started. Uh, um, started having the symptoms of the arthritis, or after after the fact, after it was it was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I started doing the physical therapy and I just um, started doing my own thing, you know, stretching and things of that nature. I, I take about uh, four ibuprofen every morning <laughs> and hope and pray it works. Because um, uh, by this point, you know, it was uh, my arthritis uh, had totally just destroyed my cartilage. It's bone mm-hmm. on bone. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, this is I started having, wait a minute, I would say, yeah, before I got diagnosed with, with the cancer, um, I, by this point, I, I had already been, um, like, my, my, my bones were, you know, bone on bone. It was, they, they were grinding uh, uh, at this point. Wow. So. 
So what you you say you did six rounds of chemo, right? Right. So this was twenty one. I did not finish, um, but uh, they were like, "Well, it, you haven't had any growth, so we'll just we'll just stop." So the fall of twenty one rolls around, and a new um, new growth start to form, and I panic. So I go back the beginning of this year, January 22, and I have to start chemo again. Mm. So I'm doing chemo again, and it's the same thing. And it just sends me back into the same depression, the same spiral. Mm. Um, I think this time, yeah, this time I, I was completely alone every session mm. um and sometimes i would just sit there and just cry i would look at other people they'd be on the phone talking or they'd be with you know with other people and whatnot and i would just be just in there just just crying um wishing i wasn't there um you mentioned bargaining earlier i i don't think i i bargain but i just wish that 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 things were different mm -hmm. I, I wish that i hadn't um i just wish that you know things were were different i wish i, could, I wish I, I i did wish that i could go back to uh to, to 2010 <laughs> before i was diagnosed with hiv and just do things all over again mm. um yeah, it was it was it was it was hard, and people tell me, Jay, you are the strongest person I know. I've been been told that for so many years, and I'm just like, what do people see? <laughs> you like, are. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't feel strong. Um, I I, I dealt with you know suicidal thoughts, mm. um, wanting. I remember one time I thought about throwing myself in the oncoming traffic. I was literally on the side of the highway. Um, you like pulled over in the car and like thought about just walking out. Well, I was my well. <laughs> uh, my uncle had um, he had broken down, and I went to go meet him to help him out and whatnot. And my my brain was just all over the place, and um. He was talking, but I I I cannot recall anything anything he said. I was just focused on on the traffic, and, and you know sometimes when you when you see when you you know in the movies and you uh, come past the sequence and everything just slows down. Mm -hmm. It was like I could see everything slow down, and I can envision myself being hit by the cars, and my body just tumbling down down the the highway. And I saw that, and that's what kind of jolted me back to reality. And I was like, what am I doing? Wow. And, like, what talked you out of your other suicidal thoughts? Jay? Hello? 
Yes, I'm here. I don't know why I keep going out. It's weird. I, <laughs> I asked, um, what what talked you out of your other suicide suicidal thoughts? Oh, me talking to talking to God and um me talking to myself and me, you know, this voice that was like, Stop, what are you doing? Mm. What are you doing? It's still small voice, tiny, like a, like a, it was like a quiet voice. What are you doing? Stop. And I honed in on it and it, it just jarred me back into reality. Mm. Oh, wow. So you don't see a therapist though? Like you don't want to see a therapist to talk to or are you looking oh, more I, for oh. like a group to like... Uh, I do plan on getting therapy. I think therapy is 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 healthy. Everyone needs therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do want to um, find a therapist, um, but of course that takes you know uh, financial means, and you know I want to get to a place to where I can you know uh, take care of myself and 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 take care of, of that that part as well. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, one question you said on your hardest days with chemo how did you fight to get up and go um, <laughs> that's a good question I don't know I just knew that I had to mm-hmm. um, I had people who depend on me because you know during this time uh, I'm I'm working too mm. So I'm doing chemo. This is 2022. This year, mm. um, I'm 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 working. I am. I have responsibilities I need to take care of. You know, I have a niece and nephew who I you know look after sometimes, and um, you know my my, my I have my students. Um, I, I have responsibility. Life mm-hmm. doesn't stop, and mm-hmm. so I have to. I, Jay, get up. Mm. You're tired. Get up, Jay. You don't have to get up. And it, it 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 didn't matter. I I had no choice. I mean, I'm 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 my only, um, you know, means of 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 taking care of of myself. Mm-hmm. Me. I'm all I got. Mm-hmm. And, and these and these bills aren't gonna stop they for nobody. And I mean, Bill is, is, is looking for his hand at every month. I wish he'd leave me alone, but mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I, I had no choice. I, I had to keep going. Mm-hmm. I had to keep going. And you completed chemo this summer in June, July. Uh no, I completed the second round of chemo April uh, April twenty ninth of this year. Okay. And so um Yay, ring bell, yay. Yay. I, I didn't <laughs> get to ring the, I, I did not get to ring the bell. Oh why? I I don't know. It was uh, it was like one of those I kind of just walked out, out out of the thing alone. Oh that was Push it, like, ring the bell. Yeah, no one was there to, to um, Aww. I guess inform me. So I kind of just walked out and and went home. It was just another day, really. 
I wish I had some side effects. I meant not side effects, sound effects. <laughs> so I could just ring the, make a it ring a little bigger. bell. Ding, Yeah, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did want to ring the bell and I never got a chance to, and, and that's okay. Um, the, the bells rang in spirit and, That's right. and the, the bells rang in my soul. And, and, and that's, that's enough ringing, you know? Um, I was just glad to be finished Gotcha. and I'm just proud of myself for, I'm proud for of you. persevering. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm just, you know, happy that I, I, I kept going and that I chose to stay and be That's here. right. Um, That's right. because what, I mean, when you go through uncomfortable things in life, that's what helps you grow. Mm hmm Um, and you don't grow if you're comfortable. So, and, and that's what some people need. People need to be uncomfortable to mature, Wow, to wow. grow. <laughs> I learned a lot. I learned a whole lot this summer. I learned about accountability and responsibility and, and how those two work hand in hand. And I often think, wow, if I would not have gone through you know what I go through, the, the HIV, the the cancer, the the um the arthritis, the diabetes, what would I be? Mm-hmm. Who would who would I be? And each time that I'm I'm knocked down with something, I get back up every time and I I, I attack it and I keep going. Um I'm 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 learning myself all over again. That's good. And that's another journey. Mm hmm But having to figure out who you are, what you are, what you love, what you like, what you don't like, that is that that is definitely it's it's a mind trip because it's like, man, this is this is just this is crazy. Super crazy. Wow. You're a fighter. You're a warrior. You're a trooper. You know, kudos. Like it it's enough to have cancer or one thing, you know what I'm saying? But you also like you're HIV positive and then you have to like the journey you've been going through. Like you say you have like, you know, um a support system, but like chemo is when I used to be a um uh, a intern. Mm -hmm. Chemo, like, chemo is like, for you to go through it by yourself, like, you, you had to go through all your chemo treatments by yourself, and then you didn't get to ring the bell. I can only imagine, like, you probably felt like you even, like, really fully do anything, like, yeah, I did
it was just like that. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it's exactly cute. how that was. <laughs> I have two more questions for you. Wait, okay. One is when you first got the bump by the mustache, mm-hmm. what made you go get it checked? Because I tried popping it and it would not go away. Mm. That, that thing would not go away. And I'm like, what is this? Wow. And it, and it was just getting bigger. And it was like, I mean, it's on my face. So people, they, they can actually see it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is disgusting. This is like, I can't do this. I, I, I can't. I just cannot do this. I understand. Second question is, what would you tell someone who would say they're in the exact same shoes right with you right now? What was what is your word of advice to someone going through what you're going what you went through? Wow. Um I would say process every single solitary emotion that you experience. Uh reach out and 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 talk to people. That's one of my biggest things. I internalize a lot of things and I deal I, I do a lot of things on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't reach out, I don't reach out to people like I should. Um people always tell me, Jay, you you're such a mystery. You you keep everything to yourself. You're always hush hush. And I I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. But I'm beginning to to become more transparent mm-hmm. and more open and even doing this interview i was like am i ready for this mm. because everything is linked together the cancer is linked to the hiv which is which is what started all of this so mm-hmm. um yeah, I would just say just keep going. Pick up pick it up and, 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 and keep it moving. Fight. Fight for yourself. Ask questions. Do your research. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out and talk to people. If someone is able to go with you on your treatments, let them go with you. Um because I wouldn't want anyone to go through that alone. It is. It is not a fun experience mm-hmm. at all. But yeah, I don't think I. I, th- I think that that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again so much, Jamal. 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 Tomorrow, yeah, like, <laughs> like take, like take tomorrow and put an L on it. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, I remember. I remember in high school, I was, I was changing high schools, and they made a song. They, they would say, "Tomorrow, tomorrow, whatever tomorrow." <laughs> only a school away, and so you know, yeah, <laughs> that, that's me. But yes, thank you so much for being open to this you know um i gotta call mrs omonte for right you know for this but um and being transparent and open you know you know i can only imagine how much it took for you to come out with your background and stuff like that so thank you so much i fully appreciate you 
Oh, you're welcome. I mean, I think it's very important that people realize that transparency is what helps uh, people learn Mm -hmm. not only about you, but they can also learn some things about themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all about honesty, too. You can't lie to yourself and you definitely can't lie to God. So it's, it's going to always be, the truth is always going to be there. So it's very important to be transparent because that's where you'll, you'll get, you know, all of your answers and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where, I mean, that's where it all lies. Um, so I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that's one of my, my life lessons is learning to be transparent and learning yeah. to be accountable for my feelings, my emotions, and mm-hmm. taking the responsibility to be accountable Mm-hmm. for those emotions and for those feelings. I gotcha. All right. Well, I'll make sure I keep in touch. And, Please um... do. Please <laughs> do. Yes, yes, I will. If I happen to find any, any um, groups or anything in your area, I will definitely also let you know. You know, I don't want you to feel like you're by yourself. You know, I'm sure there's people out there you never know this this recording might hit that right person you know one day so yeah right yeah i mean and i i definitely commend you and admire you for what you're doing i I listen to all of your recordings i'm like wow this is this is like phew i ain't gonna lie i had some i was crying doing uh, doing all the recordings i was like man this is like like reliving like my my entire experience and but really? it was yeah i listened to i uh listened to um all your all your recordings and i i i enjoyed it thank um, you it was, it was really good i think you are doing an awesome 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 job and i can only encourage you to 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 keep going and, and to and to keep you know doing what you're doing because it's very important that that people like like us get to see um see this and and, and hear this mm-hmm. and know that there are um people out there who who want to hear and and know and listen and so I, I think it's very important that you keep keep doing what you're doing thank you you're welcome thank you well you enjoy the rest of your sunday evening you too. And you have a good night. You have a good night as well. And thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Bye. Bye.